And we are live and we are back. Let's go. I'm Corey, your host, one app of the Quarter and Full of Fat Podcast. And I'm back like I never left with another installment of Wealth Wednesdays here on the Quarter and Full of Fat Podcast. We discuss health and wealth, finance and fitness, and everything in between. And we want to make sure you save more and say less and keep making better your best. Yes, yes. However, when my co-host Jordan went on paternity leave, I started these Wealth Wednesdays where I get straight to the finance information, no filler in between. I think I think that's going to be that go to y'all why I explain Wealth Wednesdays. All right. And I know y'all see the topic of this video. Home equity loans. Now, for first-time listeners, I don't read these articles ahead of ahead of time. I'm interested to see if we're going to talk about home equity loans and HELOCs, which is a home equity line of credit, or just one or the other. So interested to see as far as what's the, what the difference is. Home equity loans are view them like a car loan or like a mortgage in the sense of they are installment loans. So you get, let's just say they give you flat out $10,000 and then you just got to pay that back versus a home equity line of credit is revolving debt. So think of it like a credit card where you have a $10,000 line of credit or $10,000 credit card and you know you spend a thousand, pay a thousand back. So that's how those two break down. So interesting to see what exactly this article is going to be about. And before I get started, y'all know y'all need to hit that like button, share, and subscribe. Shout out to the YouTube algorithm. Please leave the rating reviews on the podcast platforms as well. And if you have any comments, any topics that y'all want myself or Jordan to discuss, please leave a comment for us as well. All right. My information as well as my co-host Jordan information is in the show notes on YouTube. My co-host Jordan is at Stop Stalling J, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And then his business page is Finally Fit 06. Instagram, Finally Fit Facebook. Then his website is finallyfit.live, where you can go and sign up for the Monday and Wednesday virtual online workout sessions. They are at 5.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I guess I'm going to have to, if you, if you want to, if you're on the West Coast and you want to do the live classes, it'd be, it'd be at 2.30 a.m. I'm not sure if Jordan is accommodating people on the West Coast outside the fact you guys get access you know, to the drive, but it won't be a live class, but hey. Then again, myself, sideline underscore Corey, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Financial coach information is in the show notes as well. Now, before we get started, when are we going to stop talking about this? Probably never. Student loans. Student loans start back up in roughly two months. So this will be just dropping on August 9th. So the interest is starting back up September 1st, but payments are not scheduled to resume until October. All right, so make sure you're looking out. You probably might have already been sent paperwork, but if not, paperwork should be coming in the mail about your student loans starting back up. So please be on the lookout for that if you are still going to have student loans. All right. Now, disclaimer, don't sue me. See your mama. This is for entertainment purposes only. I saw somebody say they said they were a financial advisor. I didn't verify they were or weren't, weren't one. I believe it was on Twitter. Regardless, they said, I hate when people say this is not this is not financial advice or I'm not, you know, financial advisor. I see people who are financial advisors, but you know, have YouTube, social media channels, channels, and they still do a disclaimer to let you know it's still for entertainment purposes only. Cause in short, even if they are professional, you know, you're not their client, right? So it is what it is. People complain. I don't care. Don't sue me. See your mom. This is for entertainment purposes only myself, nor Jordan are fitness or financial professionals. And any information you hear on here is for entertainment purposes only. And you need to do your own research and seek a professional. All right. Now, as we get started, and yes, another, another evening live stream. So my brain is already shot. Here we go.
And where are we going, y'all? We're going to, I guess, good old faithful is uh, CNBC or CNBC. I think we're going to call bank rate, you know, second good old faithful. So uh, this this is going to be this always a good second option. They share the screen. The screen gets shared well. They always have great information. I think bank rate is going to be the second go-to. But all right, home equity loans. This article is a little old. I want to do this, but I have so many articles got lost in the shelf. I'm like, I think I'm behind. So this is a article for, I think, March. Yeah, March, March 1st this year. Home equity loans on the rise in 2023, but it's about 2023, so still relevant. Here we go. This is by written by David McMillan and edited by Troy Segal. Hold on. I'm just gonna leave that where it's at. Anyways, um, all right, here we go. Only 17% of the public thinks now is a good time to buy a house. This is in March of this year, according to the most recent Fannie Mae. Home Purchase Sentiment Index, the combination of inflation softening, but still high prices and elevated mortgage interest rates. <laughs> hey, hindsight, super elevated mortgage interest rates because they, they have not gone down. They continue to increase. All right. Make purchasing seem pretty much unaffordable. Yes. If you, you know, if you've done your own math, if you follow anybody, you know, on the finance side of social media, they're running the math as far as how much a mortgage, you know, for the same house would cost if you versus if you got an interest rate you know in 2021 versus if you were to get one right now in simple math if the interest rate is higher and the disbursement amount so as far as the loan the loan is going to be three hundred thousand regardless and the term let's say it's going to be 30 years it's still the same the one with the higher interest rate is going to cost more to pay back that is just math it's math it's math that's just how it works so it kind of just is what it is now for those of you like myself, we were in a position that you didn't buy a house, you know, if you were in financial position, but you didn't buy a house back when rates are lower. For mo- most people, the house you were going to get was out of your price range. So you should kind of be thankful that you didn't get a house with the lower interest rates because you would have gotten too big of a house. All right. Now, for those of you who are looking, let's say you were looking at a $300,000 house in 2021 and you're still looking at a 300 k house. And your income hasn't drastically improved, right? Your financial situation hasn't drastically improved. You should not do that. You're going to be in a worse financial situation because the interest rates are higher. All right, there. We're twice as high now. I mean, say roughly three percent in that time period. Now that you know, they're probably well over six. Let me see. Let's see what the latest interest rate is. Latest mortgage rate is going to be quick Google, John. Whoo. Almost 8%, 7.8% for a 30-year, then 15 years is going to be 6.9%. My goodness. My goodness. That's between a 700 and 719 credit score. Anyways, though, um, but if you can't buy a new home, why not remodel the one? So obviously, this is for people who are already in a house where you can't take out a home equity loan or a HELOC if you don't already have a home raise prerequisite. That seems to be the rationale, at least in part, for people using their home equity for financing, borrowing against their ownership stake. In other words, right. So in, in short, you have simple math. You have a $300,000 house and let's say you have $200,000 remaining on your mortgage. So this means you have $100,000 in equity. And so you can take out a loan or borrow against your ownership stake, as they're saying here, borrowing against their ownership stake. And that would be of the $100,000. Now, usually, and I don't know if they'll go over this in here, but the most you can usually do the loan to value ratio, excuse me, is going to be 80%. So 
of that hundred thousand dollars, you can actually only take out eighty thousand from for a home uh, equity loan or HELOC. I'm gonna I'm gonna use those interchangeably, home equity loans and HELOCs in here, unless it's specified. All right, okay, this data from TransUnion shows a forty-seven percent increase in the origination home equity loans and a forty-one percent uptick in their cousins home equity lines of credit okay so they are differentiating here home equity loans refinancing rates for oh wait that, that's an ad shout out to bank rates and i was like what what how, how do they have rates five months in the future all right uh even though these loans like all interest rates have been rising the surge in home equity borrowing seems poised to continue in 2023 here's what's behind it and what you should know if you're tempted to join the trend should you join the trend I don't recommend doing a home equity loan. What's my recommendation worth? Don't I, I highly consider against it. The equity in your house, you want to you want to keep that. Eventually, you want to pay off your house. We'll talk about mortgage being a death pledge, and at some point in time, we have to have a discussion about when you're going to pay off your mortgage. And on top of that, if you take out a home home equity loan or a HELOC, and your house isn't paid off, you're putting in short another lien up against your house. Now you have two things that could cause you to lose your house instead of just one of the mortgage, right? Because when you get a home equity loan or a HELOC, the collateral is the house. And for a mortgage, the collateral is already the house. So now you got two things where your house is collateral. And for most people, not only is your house your biggest asset, but it's quote unquote, you know, the most important thing that you have, you know, outside of insure your health, right? I mean, it's your home. Okay? You don't want to lose your home. We do it. We're going to do every outside of saving you from a medical issue. The second thing we're going to make sure we save is your house. All right. Goes you physically health wise, you know, mental health, whatever it is, but taking care of you as a person and then your house, the, those number one, the third, pro, who cares what their third priority is. Those are one and two. No discussion. Hmm. Let's add, let, we'll put your, we're going to put your marriage in there with uh, saving you. All right. <laughs> the one category. All right. So key takeaways. What? Okay. It was what, when, why? Okay, look at, look at that bank rate like that. All right, key takeaways again, a home equity loan right, is a fixed rate type of debt that allows you to write borrow a lump sum based on your right, home equity you have in your house. Home equity line of credit is similar. Okay, this is going over what I said, but it has a variable interest rate. So HELOC has a variable as well. Charge on funds you draw against a set balance like a credit card, as I explained. Like a mortgage, both these loans, as I just said, use your house as collateral. I promise you, I do not read these things ahead of time. I promise you, y'all, you know, you just have to trust me that, that I know this information on the top of my head. Anyways, um, and again, it makes sense, right? Home equity loan, right? An installment loan. You can get, I don't know every type of car loan, but you probably can get a car loan with a variable rate, but you can obviously get an arm adjustable rate mortgage. But again, home equity loans are installment loans like mortgages, like car loans. One big amount is dispersed to you. Then you just make payments to pay it off versus a HELOC or home equity line of credit is like a line of credit, like a credit card, and you it's considered revolving debt. And so you take some, you pay some back, take some, pay some back. And in short, it's like credit cards that usually have variable interest rates. The HELOCs come with variable interest rates as well. All right. And versus installment loans, excuse me, not installment loans. Home equity loans don't. Now this, that probably isn't a blanket statement though, because there, I mean, any bank can give you any terms and conditions. It just depends on whether or not they're going to sell them off. And if they don't, if they sell those loans, then they got to go, you know, with the standards and conditions for whoever's buying that loan. But they're keeping on their books. You know, they got a little bit different, uh, more leeway when it comes to giving that loan. Anyways, when in 2022, the number of home equity loan originations reached their highest level since 2010. Okay. That's from TransUnion. Okay. A certain amount. Okay. A certain amount. They're telling us that the number increased um, in quarter. Okay. Four balances increased by 14 billion. Jeez. I don't know how much that is. Collective is probably over a trillion dollars in mortgage debt. 
Okay, that's from the Federal Reserve. The largest increase. Okay, largest increase in more than 10 years. Total outstanding HELOC balance is 36 billion now. This is on March of 1st, 2023. Excuse me. Why? The pandemic fueled a huge increase in pandemic fueled a huge increase in financial insanity. That's what it did. The pandemic I don't fueled a huge increase in the housing prices across the country. It fueled insane, insanely bad financial decisions. You had about roughly when we got, got to this time in 2020, that was about it. But, you know, the first few months, it was like, what's going on? Because, like, the earth was just shutting down. But after that, it was like, all right, look, you know, the world's not going to end. We're going to get to this point in time where we are right now. You know, slow your brakes. But, you know, what transpired, transpired, obviously. But let's be very clear. The pandemic just made people go insane from a financial standpoint. And shout out for those of you that did locked in, not just a low interest rate, but you actually made a great purchase with your house. You guys are golden. For those some, some people got well, well below two and a half percent, which just sounds crazy for a mortgage. All right, again, pandemic fuel rate probably hit a record for 47 trillion in total value in the middle of 2022. That's according to Redfin. Okay, homeowners got by definition, yeah, homeowners signal sit on a lot of equity. So one thing that did happen is that housing prices did increase dramatically. So even if you bought, you know, you overpaid, quote unquote, for the house you put, you know, you paid, you know, 10, 20, 30, whatever over asking due to how the housing market has been over the last few years, post panorama slash during it, the the value or equity in people's homes has just continued to go up, even if they did overpay in the sense that they paid more than asking. Shout out to the people who bought a house and didn't even look at it. Insanity. All right, it's tempting, right, to tap into, right, their source when the need for funds arise to renovate a home, to pay off credit card balances or other loans. Here we go. Uh, this is, I'm, try, I'm trying to be nicer, not be as mean. It's tempting to tap this source, the source being the equity in the house, when the need for funds arise. What need for funds arise, y'all? Renovating a home. Renovating a renovations are usually not a need. Now, if you need work done, like if you need a new roof, leaking issues, things like that, that's not a I mean you can consider it a renovation, but that's a need. That will be you know, quote unquote an emergency. If you have an emergency fund type of thing, you don't usually need a new kitchen. I I, I know I don't know everybody, but I don't know anyone who's needed a new kitchen. Needed a new bathroom, right? You might need, you know, a new toilet, right? You might need some, you know. A new um shower, right? That might be, you know, quote unquote plumbing issues, but toilets and you know, don't cost that much. But you don't need a whole bathroom right now. What are you talking about? You didn't you didn't need this new addition. You didn't, you, you just you, you did not need an extra, you know, you not I can't even get it out. You did not need to attach something like a sunroom or garage or something to your house. You didn't need this extension. You didn't need that. All right, paying off credit card debt. Recommendation if you don't already have a house, when you do buy a house and you don't currently have one, if you're renting. Highly recommend you don't have any debt before you buy a house. So you'll have no debt and then you'll go into debt and just only have the house paying off. So you wouldn't have any credit cards or other loans, right? If you got student loans, you got car loans, got credit cards, personal debt, medical debt, all that stuff. Recommendation, you should highly consider paying all of that off before getting your mortgage. It's very simple. All right. Why it matters. An increase in home equity lending is paralleling a decrease in the number of home sales as homeowners who've locked in record low mortgage rates are opting to stay out, stay put and remodel instead of moving. But it can also mean homeowners getting into increasingly dangerous debt. Yes. As I just explained, 
but that that is the one thing which is going to be interesting to see how things unfold if the Fed continues to uh, increase uh, interest rates, which I believe I talked about last episode. People have in the last three or four years, or no, excuse me, during the panorama, when people re, if they bought, either bought a new house or they refinanced, they have an extremely low interest rate, and most people get a thirty year. You have a thirty year fixed rate, and it's sub three. Not it's different, to say sub four percent, but like a lot of people have below three percent. They're locked in below three percent for thirty years, and it's hard to justify moving. And then you have to deal with the current interest rates. You don't get to keep your, your current interest rate unless you keep that, that mortgage. But most people need the equity uh, in their current home to get to the next home, their second home. And so they have to sell you know, the current house they're in. Thus, they need to get a whole brand new mortgage. And the interest rate is going to be roughly what it is. That's anywhere from 7 8%, roughly speaking, of what I read earlier in this episode. And that is, it kind of makes no, it kind of makes no sense. It kind of makes no sense to get out of current mortgage if you're at a 30-year fix, or even a 15-year fix, and you're below 3%. It kind of makes no sense. I mean, it has to be. I mean, even if you're, you know, you outgrow your home where you have, you know, you end up having more kids than you expect, or whatever it is, got to take in parents, or whatever. It might mathematically, I mean, I haven't ran these numbers, but it might make more sense just to take out a quote unquote, you know, a quote unquote, but a HELOC or home equity. Not that I would do that, but you know, versus moving because of how much more it's going to cost from a mortgage standpoint with the next house that you get due to the interest rates currently. Oh man. Yep. Remodeling, but yeah, home. Yeah. You're going to be in more debt. It's not, it's not that simple. Again, I explained two, two liens on your house. Don't, don't recommend that. Okay. Why borrowers are tapping to their home equity with borrowers costs going up. Why are homeowners take a, taking advantage of HELOCs and home equity loans largely because they can't. Okay. The pandemic fueled real estate boom has led to right. Okay, talked about that increase due to the pandemic from equity standpoint. Half of homeowners who have mortgages are so-called equity rich territory. They're in that territory of being equity rich, meaning their outstanding loan balance is only half or less than what their home's worth. Half or less? Does that mean like they they have more than? The outstanding loan balance is only half or less than what they're confused on what that less means. Anyways, as to their motives, many people are tapping into their home equity, right? To okay, remodel, meet family needs. As I mentioned again, didn't read this article ahead of time. Uh 2022 survey in December by loan depot, non-bank. Okay. 59% of people listed upgrades and renovations as their most likely use for HELOC funds. That's not good. That is what most people do now. Who, jeez, and I and I've, I've made these payments many of times or seen them both. But people who decide to take unsecured debt, which is in short debt that doesn't have any that um, it doesn't have any collateral. So like your credit cards, usually medical debt, your student loans, they can't go get anything for it. Versus something that is secured, like your a mortgage, like your car loan, where they can go take something if you don't, you know make the payments or go against terms, conditions, whatever they are. Why would you take something like credit card debt that's unsecure and then pay it off with a home equity loan? See, now you take your unsecured debt and make it secure. That that in and of itself is like, now you got in your Chipotle that you didn't pay off, you know, because you had credit card debt the last five years. Not Chipotle, this burrito bowl that you got with, you know, double steak, double chicken, whatever you got. If you mess up on those payments, now you're at risk, excuse me, of losing your home. So that, that's another thing. Doing home equity or a HELOC 
to pay off other debt, which is just moving it around in short. Yes, cool. Usually um, home equity loans, probably both home equity loans and HELOC loans, their interest rates are going to be less than what your credit cards are, but you still do not want to take that unsecured debt and make it secure. You don't want to put your home at, at risk for something else outside of just your mortgage payment. Home buying are actually slowing down. And let me say this too, because it's been going on for like the last probably well, this entire year. They're saying, you know, be careful when you see things, you know, activity is slowing down in the last couple of years or things like that. What's happening is things are returning to their pre-pandemic level. So we had a crazy spike during the panorama. And now we're tapering off of that. So yes, things are decreasing, but you really want to compare 2023 and beyond numbers to 2019. You know, honestly, 2020, 2021, and 2022, though we just have, <laughs> they're going to be on the record books, but we just need to wipe them off. I mean, we, we just kind of just need to wipe them off. The data is going to be there, but we all know since we lived in this time period, those three years, two and a half years kind of don't really count. They're going to, they're going to drastically skew the data. This is when you come like, you know, averages versus medians, but you really want to look and see what were things looking like in 2019. You can't really look at anything between 2020 to 2022. Just keep it real for you from like here in eternity. So as long as this, you know, the internet, this internet works, this is going to be my statement. 2020 to 2022, we just got to scratch all that, you know, off the books as far as equating it into anything. All right. More homeowners decided to stay in place. There will probably be more improving projects done. Okay. And more HELOC. So they're saying, even though, I mean, they're saying that people aren't choosing to move. So we're probably going to see it, continue to see an increase in HELOCs and home equity loans. And HELOCs, right, are an affordable way to pay for those projects. Or you can just save up for cash. I, I mean, I, affordable in debt. What does that, you know, is that oxymoronic? And also a tax advantage one. In some cases, more on that later on. Okay, we can get to the tax situation. All right. Some savvier homeowners might also be trying to get a lead on this slowing housing market as home prices, home price gains, moderate and mortgage rates rise. The, the equity opportunity will shrink with it. All right, home equity loan. Taking out home equity loan makes more sense than a cash out refi in which your mortgage includes a lump sum play, some to play with these days. The mortgage refinancing refresh, re, refresh refinancing rush mm -hmm. that marked much of 2020 and 2021, net homeowners, some of the lowest rate. Okay, we discussed that. Many borrowers, a lot, right? Okay, we talked about that, low rates. All right, say so many borrowers have now locked in, locked in historically low rates on their first mortgage, which makes a cash out refinance a costly option for tapping the equity in the home, says Adam Boyd, senior vice president, head of home equity lending at Citizens Bank, even if mortgage rates eventually come back down somewhat. In other cases, homeowners might be aiming to use home equity to pay off high interest. <laughs> pay off a credit card debt, no CRA. This is CFA, certified financial advisor, Greg, Greg McBride's name. <laughs> that has to be a typo. His name can't be Greg, Greg McBride. It could be. Anyways, it can't be Greg, Greg McBride. Uh, Senior Vice President and Chief Financial Analyst, or maybe that CFA stands for Chief Financial Analyst at Bank Rate. A 7.5% rate on a HELOC or home equity loan is a much better deal compared to the 20% APR attached to the average credit card. Yes, from a math standpoint. All I'm going to say is these people do not pay them off. Or, and this is, again, this is why I recommend the Dave 
this shop's a Dave Ramsey, one of the goats. It's all mental. The amount of people who have multiple debt consolidations or take out multiple home equity loans or multiple HELOCs is insane. It's not like it's a one-time thing or even the same thing with credit card balance transfers. People are not choosing, they're electing to neglect to change or choose to change their mindset or recognize their mindset, electing to neglect how important their mindset is when it comes to managing your money. I've seen people with like six debt consolidations. Now they paid off the first five, but they're on their sixth one. And it's like, what are you doing? Same thing with balance transfers, mo- multiple credit card balance transfers. They don't just get get one to have that 0% interest for a year, whatever it is, and they end up paying it all off in time so they don't get charged interest and they have this 0% interest rate. They end up doing whatever they do, and usually they don't pay it off in time or end up increasing their debt, whatever it is, and they, so they take out another one. Same thing with HELOCs home equity loans. It's like, how, how many times do you have to renovate? And again, as I said, I've already said this before, when are you going to pay for stuff? When are you actually going to pay for something? We, we know the bank got money. But when are you actually going to pay for something? Is that what I was going to say? Is that it? So let me see how. Oh, yeah, they're going to yeah, so they're gonna start doing a countdown. All right. Outside of credit cards, there are plenty. Wait, did I read all of that? Yeah, OK. OK. Outside of credit cards, there are plenty of other reasons that's happened to you. OK, make, makes sense. Example, you're paying off big, high interest personal. OK, credit, credit cards, high interest rate, personal loans, car loan, whatever it is. Home equity loan might be a lower cost way to work toward eliminating that balance. Again, people eliminate the balance and definition of they no longer have the credit card, the car loan, whatever it is. Don't take your car loan. What logic does it doesn't make sense to have a car loan, then get a home a mortgage, then get a HELOC, and then, and then pay off your car loan. I want to be very clear. Your mortgage is just a your person your per, your primary residence here, not real not real estate as far as investment properties, but your primary residence. All of that when you gain you know whatever the equity all that type of stuff all that is a forced savings account on your down payment. That's all it is. That's all it is. You get some benefit right. You know it averages out over time. I think it's I think it's three percent roughly what uh, the real estate market goes up. Regardless of what it is, all it is is a generally a higher forced savings account. For your money is nothing more nothing less than that and it comes with a lot of expenses yes over time long period of time it's cheaper than renting yada, yada yada but the theory to have a car loan right you have to have a car loan first before you can pay off your car loan with the heloc home equity loan see i get a car loan and then a mortgage or get a mortgage and then a car loan definitely don't get a mortgage then get a car loan then get a heloc to pay off the car loan you got after your mortgage that makes no sense because instead just stop putting stop putting money towards your mortgage don't don't stop making your payment but you know instead just put that money towards savings for a car or put some extra money towards your other debt credit cards whatever it is personal loan to pay it off versus just if you're going to make if you're willing to make this add this new debt payment into your budget now some might say well, my debt pay- payments are lower now, Corey, because, you know, I have them all consolidated into this HELOC or home equity loan. Fine. Sure. Cool. Why don't you just put some extra money aggressively towards your debt and get out of it and never do it again? Because we already have gone over the numbers and we'll continue to go over the numbers as they always update every year. 
as Bankrate, I believe, does it. They talk about how much savings people have. But when we talk about the total debt that people have, it's not like people are in debt and then finally they get out of it. People get into debt and then they stay in it until they die. All right. So when we see, that's why I do these articles, all these different type of ways to have debt. Where's the pain off the debt? Well, let's talk about this pain off the debt permanently, indefinitely, not going back into the debt. So even when it comes to something like a mortgage, it's like, yes, understandable to take out a mortgage because of how, you know, how much houses cost. But when are you going to pay it off? Because if you take out it, if you did not know, if you take out a HELOC home equity loan, you cannot, you do not own your home outright until you pay that HELOC home equity loan off because you got to lean against it. Jesus. All right. Okay. Additionally, additionally, if you incurred any major expenses, okay, medical bills, for example. Okay, I'm going to Y'all, if you got medical bills, yeah, it sucks to go in collections. I mean, you know, honestly, who cares if your credit gets trashed or you already got a house? Then again, you know, you got you need your credit so you can get this heat lock on equity loan. But again, medical debt is unsecure. They they don't imagine they did this, but they're not going to come take out, you know, if they gave you a kidney, they're not going to come take the kidney out because you didn't pay your medical bills. All right. This article is rough. I thought this was going to be a quick article, but this is this is getting rough to get through. Help they could, yeah. Okay, home equity loan or HELOC may be able to help you save money or simply consolidate all your debts into one convenient monthly payment. Sure, I mean, I, I, I can't fight the definition of consolidation, but what I what I can say is most people do not have one debt consolidation, they have multiple, and multiple meaning like over three. And do you know how you know? Do you know how much debt you had? You no, know, do you have to? How much time, how, what do you have to do to have multiple debt consolidations or multiple HELOCs, whatever it is? You have to do so much. I can't even imagine just spending, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's my mindset changed. But I, I can't imagine just spending all that money. So, okay, let me do the debt consolidation. Then messing up again. And then again, like the, the most I've seen was six. Somebody has six debt consolidations. It's like, what are you doing? All right, what is a home equity loan? Boom. I mean, for the housing market, it can mean a lot more remodels. Okay, for starters, right? Yes, less homes on the market because people aren't selling. More homeowners, right? Postpone the idea of buying a place indefinitely, especially right if they have a mortgage rate below four. Again, I'm talking about below four percent. People got there are plenty of people with below three percent on a thirty-year fix, even on a fifteen-year fix. However, the borrowing costs for making those upgrades in 2023 aren't nearly as cheap as they were in 2022. Right? Interest rates are going up. So it, it's going to cost more money than it was pre in previous years to get a HELOC on a equity loan. All right. Rates on a, a 10-year HELOC. Now, these that I'm I'm here for people who aren't watching on YouTube. It's just, this article is just destroying me. And I, I didn't know this article was going to be this crazy, but I'm getting my butt. I'm getting my ass kicked right now. If you take out a mortgage, now again, you are paying these debts off concurrently. But why, if you already got a mortgage for 30 years, why would you sign up again for something else for 10 years in relation to debt on the house? I, I haven't seen you know bank accounts since 2018. I did not know they were a, a 10 year. The most, I, I swear the most I've seen was five. 10 years on a HELOC, which against a line of credit, but 10 years is crazy. 
That's insane. 5.49 interest rate in July of 2022, February 2023. Bank rate data showed average rates above, wow, 7.7%. So they're roughly essentially the same as a mortgage on HELOCs and fixed rate home equity loans. trying to see how jesus christ y'all this is saying a home equity loan this is from discover a home equity loan term limits a home equity loan term can range anywhere from five to 30 years what oh my goodness he locks he locks generally allow up to 10 years to withdraw funds and up to 20 years to repay. Cash out refinance term could be. This this is stressing me out. This is, I'm tired. I have more work to do. Like in real life, like for work, but. And I have more work to do to make sure people don't do this. Oh my goodness. I did not. I did not know the term, like, like I said, five years. I did not know you could get, the, I mean, all these essentially say 20 to 30 years, 20 years of payback to HELOC, 30 years for home equity loan, cash out refinance to be up to 30 years. That's that's another mortgage. That's a second mortgage. That's I mean, like, it's not, second mortgage is another product. A second. Y'all, we have to, we have to have a conversation about when are you going to pay off the house and your long-term planning and how you're using different financial tools to reach your end goal, whatever it is. That's crazy. And how much faster could you pay off your house if, if you did take out a HELOC or home equity loan, that new payment that you now have, you put it towards your mortgage? Whatever, yeah. Tap into your home equity is no longer a low cost, okay? Yes, rates are going to increase. Bright spot. Use a HELOC or home equity loan for housing-related repairs or remodels. Interest can be... Okay, interest can be tax-deductible. Cool. All right. Your house is on the line. Oh, yeah, here we go. Another potential... No, the the concern. Not a potential concern. This is a concern. If you t if you put a lien against something, it's not potential. It is literally, literally you're signing up to say, hey, if I don't make these payments or if I, you know, I would say void, but if you break the terms and conditions, whatever you sign to, you're usually agreeing to say, hey, you can come take this house or whatever it is as collateral. In this case, it would be your mm -hmm. home from a HELOC home equity standpoint. More homes could wind up in foreclosure and if or in financial straits due to homeowners borrowing blithely. Blithely. In a way that shows a casual and cheerful indifference considered to be callous or improper. Blithely without fully realizing the consequences. Most people don't realize the consequences. Okay. Okay, McBride points out that paying off credit cards or other debts with a with the home equity loans puts the roof over your head on the lot. Yes. What? So this is why I love internet timestamps. I've already discussed the negatives 
not just, I mean, it's debt, but, you know, taking unsecured debt and making it secure debt when you do a HELOC home equity loan. I believe it's one of the it's one of the first, not the first post, but you know, it's a post I did on Instagram back when we first started this. Yes, don't do this. I gotta that I got so many soundboard updates I had to do one day. Don't don't do this. When you I I swear on everything. I do not read these articles ahead of time. When you take unsecured credit or personal loan debt and secure it with your home, the consequences of default are all different ball game. This is why I don't care. When I saw that thing, it was like, you know, disclaimer for entertainment person only, not a financial advisor. It, I don't, it is what it is. This is this is not all static information, but you know, you, credit card debt, personal loan is unsecure. You take a HELOC home equity loan, you you now made it secure, the, the debt secure if you pay off the credit card. It's that simple. You don't have to be a financial advisor to know that. To put it bluntly, you could lose your home. Ask collateral for the loan. It can be seized to pay off your debt. Yeah, because then now you have, you took your, let's say, $10,000 in credit card, and now you have a $10,000 HELOC because you just do a home equity loan. And now you just pay off your $10,000 credit card, but now you still have $10,000 worth in debt. So you're in the same position. Your interest rate might be lower. Your minimum payment might be lower. But now you're in a worse situation because now you have $10,000 in unsecured debt that is now secured debt. You don't, you, if you're going to have debt, Right. I mean, should you want the least amount of, you know, of secure debt as possible? We don't want you want all your debt tied to you losing something. My goodness. OK, equity values could fall. True. OK. I mean, yes, how the housing market could go down. It always goes up over time, though. I mean, really, they're not making any more land, at least on Earth. All right. Your value could fall. Right. Yes. OK. True. Excuse me. Your home value could fall. So now if your home value falls and you need to sell for whatever reason you actually need to move, right? You decide you actually end up wanting to move, regardless of how low your interest rate was that you got, or interest rates, you know, end up going back lower. So you're like, oh, I can move now. Or you do have an actual financial issue, you lose your job, something like that. And now you need to sell your house. You need to sell your house for whatever reason. And now you have these. It's one thing to do, which most people do 60%, but 40%, which is almost half, of people are not using a home equity loan or a HELOC for renovation. So in short, they're taking out the equity and not using it to put it back into their house. So then in short, they're not going to gain the benefit of that money back, right? It's different. You take out a $20,000 home equity loan and you do a remodel of your kitchen. So even though now you have another $20,000 in short, that you need to pay off for you to sell your house. The theory is you're going to get that back because you use it to remodel the house. But if you take out that 10,000, 20,000, whatever it is for a heat lock home equity loan and use it to pay off your debt or in short, not something that you're going to put back into the house so you can actually benefit from it if you do decide to sell it or you know have the chance to at least. If your house goes down in value, you now have a $300,000 home or right. And that's how much let's say is left on your mortgage to make it simple. But that's what your mortgage is. Now you have a HELOC home equity loan of $10,000. Your house is only worth three hundred. dollars Why would people give you the extra three ten? dollars That's your decision. So now if your house goes down in value, you're in a worse situation. Oh, Jesus. I'm not going to read this, right? And you have negative equity. All right. Some parts of the country, people are underwater. Defined as having balance worth at least 25% more than actual property value. Oh, jeez. For example, according to a recent report from ATTOM, more than 7% of mortgage homes in Missouri fell into a seriously underwater category in the fourth quarter, up from 5.2% just a quarter earlier. Okay, so in other parts of the country, according to Refn data, can see a drop 
cool. All right. No one's all right. No one's predicting a great recession. Okay, cool. We can make predictions. All right, here we go. How can oh, excuse me? How do they get the best home equity lending rate? Calculate your equity, get your credit in excellent shape before you apply. One of the one of the things that helps get your credit in shape is paying down your debt. Right. If you if you have a bad credit score and you haven't missed a payment, it's usually going to mean that you either keep taking out a lot of debt, you have a lot of inquiries, or you have very high balances. That that was usually the only two options if you haven't missed a payment. If you miss a payment, then your credit shot. Don't miss multiple payments. So your search, okay, where you're already doing your banking. Look for conversion options, read the fine print. Is that it? Okay, all right, y'all. That's it. Locked and loaded again. Home equity loans on the rise in 2023. No, I'm not going to read all that type of stuff. Actually, what I'm going to do is, for those of you who do want to see it, so the first one here, you calculate your equity. Guys, can pause it right here. Get your credit in excellent shape before you apply. Guys, can pause it right here. And pause again. Start your search where you're already doing your banking. Pause right here. Look for conversion options and read the fine print. All right. For those of you who want to see that, so like I said, I just, yeah, whatever. Anyways, all right. Again, and this is by written by David McMillan and edited by Troy Seagal. Siegel. All right, y'all. I want to be very clear. Um, don't do this. People take out home equity loans or HELOCs. It is what it is. At some point in time, you have to have a longer timeline and vision of your financial plan. A lot of times, and as um, it said on this article, uh, I can't remember the exact wording, but talking about, you know, th things, renovations come up, right? You want to use it. It's tempting to tap the, the source when the need for funds arise. The need, the need, I mean, the, you know, the need for money always arises. Welcome to earth. But whether or not you're going to do a home equity or HELOC should be decided before you ever get a mortgage. That's called like long-term thinking or, oh, financial planning. A mortgage is a subset of your finances. Home, home equity or HELOC is a subset of a mortgage, which by definition is a subset of your finances. You should have a plan for your finances. Why is this hard? Then you don't have a plan for your finances. And now the game is already on. You got this mortgage, right? I mean, you're we're not practicing anymore. It is the championship game. It's the final drive, right? Or it's halftime. You're down 28 to 3. And Tom Brady is nowhere to be found. And now you're asking me, what should you do? And it's like, well, you know, you should already have planned this before you got here. And at some point in time, you're going to be too old because I, you know, I'm coming up on 30. So at some point in time, I don't want to hear it either. It's like, how old are you? You have access to all this internet. ChatGPT has an app. I don't know how long the app's been out, but you can download ChatGPT on your phone. There's so much access to information to gain new information or cross-reference what you want to do versus other things to see if what you're doing is a good thing or a bad thing or however you want to view it. At some point in time, it is on you to make the best decision. And if you think what you're doing is a great decision or the best decision, then fine. But then go ahead and execute. And that, that's the part that people don't want to hear. Did you execute your plan? And did you get the result that you wanted? And sometimes people don't like the risk or reward or properly gauge that. 
All right, they, they, they choose a high risk situation and usually the reward doesn't match. So if you want to do something like they were saying from a warning standpoint or, you know, the issues that come with doing a HELOC home equity loan and paying off something like your credit card or personal loans, unsecured debt and making it secure, it's like, er, right? Or even if you do a renovation, right? So, you know, you plan on getting that equity back out of the house, the market could crash. And again, long-term real estate is going to go up, but your, your particular market might not go up depending on where you're at. Again, location, location, location. There are all these different factors and something like a HELOC, something like a home equity loan, that is such a a decision that you should be so calculated on, you really shouldn't be asking if you should take out a home equity loan or a HELOC because it requires it requires you first to have a mortgage. And it takes so much as far as just the process to get a mortgage. They want everything but your blood type. They want your social. They want everything but your blood type. Ooh, my eyes are killing me. Standing at these damn computer screens too long, so I got to get eye drops today. Anyways, it is insane the lack of long-term, not even long-term. Let's talk about five years. Not even a five-year plan. Shout out to Chance Rapper. I mean, yeah, five years? You got a five-year plan, right? What, what do you plan on? How many of you have the rest of this decade planned out? The rest of the 2020s, right? We're coming up on six years left of the 2020s. Seven years. Well, six years. I mean, whatever, y'all. All right, that's it. Locked and loaded. I'm, I'm done. And we're 45 minutes in. I don't care anymore. All right. Make sure that like button, share and subscribe. Shout out to the YouTube algorithm. Make sure you leave those rating reviews on the podcast platforms as well. My co-host Jordan, his information is Stop Stalling J, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Finally Fit 06 Instagram. Finally Fit Facebook. Finally Fit.live is his business page. Finally Fit.live is where you can sign up for the virtual Monday and Wednesday classes, 5.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, my information, sideline underscore Corey, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And my financial coaching information is in the show notes and on my link tree as well on Instagram and uh, Instagram and Twitter. I'm, I believe it's on. I don't think I can do that on TikTok. Regardless, you can contact us. You can If you want to make contact with me, I mean, you want to make contact with Jordan through me, you want to make contact with me through Jordan, that's perfectly fine too. Jordan and I talk to each other very frequently. So you can do that as well. If you have any questions, concerns, Leave me a comment. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought about this video. Any topics? Do, are you, do you want to do a home equity loan? Do you disagree with me about taking out a home equity loan or a HELOC? And you want to come up here and discuss it? Again, pull up your mint. Jordan and I have no issue with allowing people to come up to the platform. And yes, I know all these guests we're supposed to have. It's going to get figured out at some point in time. Now that's all. Everything's all virtual. But again, make sure you guys reach out to us if you have any questions or concerns. All right. And remember, student loans. They about to start back up. Please be prepared. But all right, y'all, that's it. Remember to save more and say less. Keep making better your best. And I'll catch y'all in the next one.